0: Welcome back to an all new Whole Creations. I'm your host, Ryan Oddman. This is the first Whole Creations episode in many months, but I'm glad to be back and I'm trying my best to be more persistent with it moving forward. Today, I will be sharing with you a sermon that I shared at Crossroads Christian Church all the way out in Corona, California with the special needs ministry pastored by Andy Alba. Um, Really great sermon. I really hope that you get something great out of it. Also, um, Crossroads Christian Church is gonna be having a prom for special needs um, young adults and teenagers. So if you want to get involved, I'm going to post a link up. Uh, make sure you check it out. I really feel like you'll get something great out. All right. Now, tonight is a special message not by me,
1: it's by a gentleman named Ryan. And in case you don't know him, Ryan has spoken here before. Now, I had permission to share this because his story is very amazing. That's Ryan right there. Ryan Woo! grew up with autism, okay? And you can correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. But when he, when he, when he was young, autism was a big challenge for him. And somehow, some way, and I'm not going to try and explain it because I don't know, God intervened in his life, and now he is an independent man that lives alone, that has his own job, that leads ministry and comes here and preaches from time to time he's also part of what is that um public speaking group that you're in
0: toastmasters
1: he's part of toastmasters do you know what that is yeah. no some of you guys do i know that is basically this group that ba- does public speaking and they try and like outdo themselves by how they public speak they call each other out and they come and they just like talk for an hour that's that's what he likes to do for fun. Can you believe that? Anyway, with, uh, can we give him another round of applause because Ryan is amazing. All
0: right, I'm gonna stop talking.
1: Everybody please welcome up
0: Ryan. All right, well, let's give a round of applause for Pastor Andy. All right. Well, um, I'm Ryan Ogman and um, yeah, let's get to praying. I wanna get straight into the message. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so, so much for what special needs, um, ministry is doing here at Crossroads. I thank you, Father, for greater things to come. I thank you that this is only the beginning to something great. I think I get to play a part in what Andy and the rest of the team are doing for these amazing, I don't like saying special needs, I love saying that they're whole creations because, God, you created them to be whole and enabled in Jesus' name. So, Father, I pray for tonight that it would be something extraordinary. It wouldn't be just ordinary, but it would be something extraordinary that would help all these individuals to know that they were made to be able in Christ's Jesus, they're not disabled, but they are able in Christ Jesus. Let's go. Amen. Amen. Alright, so, I've never done this before, this illustration, so I'm gonna try my best to see how the Holy Spirit leads, but what's this right here? It's a cookie, but what kind of cookie is it? Can you guys tell from...
1: Communion wafer.
0: It's a sugar cookie. It's a sugar cookie. So, a sugar cookie. Is a sugar cookie made to be a chocolate chip cookie? Is a sugar cookie supposed to be made into a peanut butter cookie? Yes, yes. Is, a, is a sugar cookie supposed to be made into oatmeal raisin cookie? No! Is a sugar cookie supposed to be made into a purple cookie? No! So, is a chocolate chip cookie made to be a chocolate chip cookie? Yes. Okay, now is a frosted cookie supposed yeah. to be made into a frosted cookie? Yeah. Okay, you guys are following me. So, a lot of times in our lives, God has made us or can I say baked us into a certain individual he made you to be you not to be somebody else not to be your friend not to be your family member not to be like your mom or your daddy God created you to be you 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 were made to be for him not for yourself not for other people but you were made for him you were made in his image the Bible says and so There are times in our lives where we were made to be, let's say a sugar cookie, but sometimes we try to compete and be like somebody else. We try to be a chocolate chip cookie, but here's the thing. You were only made to be that certain individual. You were made to be who God created you to be, not to be a copycat, but to be your own unique self. But how often in our own lives do we try to be somebody that we were not created to be? Can you guys relate? Yeah, there are times where we, where I have tried to be somebody that God never created me to be. There have been times in my own life where I've tried to, I've looked at other people and the way how they do their work and I talked myself out of, I negatively talked myself out of a job because I was competing, I was so focused on other people and their own lives and their own work and I was like I'm not good enough, I'm unworthy I can't do this, this is not who I am but the thing is, God Is teaching me to be myself in Christ Jesus he's teaching me not to be somebody else not to be like my dad not to be like my friends not to be how other people think I should be but being who Christ created me to be because Christ created me to be unique just like how God created you to be unique my friends he created you to be unique my brother he created you to be unique my sister you were made in his image for his glory so let's go into the scriptures in First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18, it says, But now, but now, everyone say, but now. but now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body, just as he just as he pleased. So the word member means it's pretty much God saying a person. God created a person to fit in the body. Everyone say body. Body, body means in, in this certain text. The body means the body of Christ. Who knows what the body of Christ means? Or, uh, put your hands up if you do not know what the body of Christ means. Raise your hand if you don't don't know what it means. Oh, everyone knows what it means. Amen, I'm with some biblical scholars up in this room. Okay, but for those of you that do not know what the body of Christ is, it's just a bunch of Christians Compiled together for his glory here at Crossroads Church. If you said yes to Jesus raise your hand You said yes to Jesus then you are a part of the body of Christ and not just here at Crossroads But but there's other Christians that are around the world. There are Christians in Rome. there are Christians in Japan There's Christians in China. There's Christians in Mexico Wherever the case may be there's Christians out there and God has created them to be in the body of Christ and so Let me get back to that verse but God has set The Christians, each one of them in his body, in his spiritual body, just as he pleased. So God has made you the way that he wanted you for his purpose, for his glory, for his desire. And in verse 19 it says, and if they were all one member, meaning if we were all just one person, then where would the whole body of Christ be? You see, guys, this thing called being a follower of Christ it's not just a one-man show and you're talking to the one of the most people that have, su- have that have Struggled with selfishness. There have been times where I've gotten so caught up on me 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 and my own desire And my own way of doing things that I missed out on doing teamwork God created us to do life together my friends. He didn't create us to be doing life alone He created us to do life together That's why it's called the body of Christ because think about it uh, touch your nose right now what if your whole life was based off of a nose? You wouldn't be able to hear. You wouldn't be able to taste. You wouldn't be able to walk. If your life was all based off of a nose, then we would miss out on the whole purpose of what Christ wants to do throughout the whole church. Now, let me, let me make it this more in the practical terms. If life was all about you, whoever you are, if life was all about you, and, and about your life with Jesus, then you would miss out the uniqueness that God wants to display through the other people around you. Sometimes I've gotten so caught up on my way of doing church that i missed out on what, how God wants to reveal himself through my friends in Christ or through my brothers and sisters in Christ. And so he's showing me, Ryan, humble yourself. The word humble means be dependent upon me. Let me show you how I see life. God wants to show you how he sees people and how he sees people inside the body of Christ or even outside the body of Christ. So God is in the mission of showing all of us that are that call ourselves Christians. He wants to show all of us how he sees other people around us. And he wants to use you in a way to bring people together. Let me go over to Romans 14 and... Romans 12. Romans 12. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. All right. For we, uh um, for as we have many members, that means many Christians in one body, one spiritual body, but all the members do not have the same function. Function in the Greek, it talks about like how there's a deed, there's a purpose. So therefore, Um, Let me go to verse five. So we, being many, are one body. So guys, if you call yourself a believer in Christ, then guess what? Life is not just about you, but it's about all the people around you in Christ. And that's such a beautiful thing, because you get to see the art, the the, po- the poeme that bo- the Bible talks of Poeme means his workmanship, how God wants to reveal himself, not just through you, but to people around you. That's what I love about this talent show. This talent show isn't just about one person, but it's about other people. And we're showing the glory of Christ by how we all show the talents that Christ created us to be. All right. Having then gifts differing. So God has given us a gift, guys. And in this uh, in this verse, it's talking about spiritual gifts. But there's different gifts that he's given you. He's given you the gifts to sing. Um, shout out to the worship leader that was singing earlier. Um, he's given you the, the gift to dance. He's given you the, the gift to be a model. He's given you the gift to do art. He's given you the gift to do just poems or or whatever the case may be. He may have given you the gift to be a runner. I don't know, you could be the next Usain Bolt in America. I don't know, but the whole point is he's given you the gift to show off his glory wherever you're at. And so whatever the circumstance may be, I want you to be encouraged that God has given you a gift and sometimes some gifts come more natural than others. For me, public speaking is God gave that to me and it comes naturally through me. But there are times I work at a clinic for people with special needs and um nope i don't like saying special needs he's given me the the job to work with whole creations we're whole creations i don't like saying special needs but we're whole creations because god has given us wholeness i truly believe that if you are a follower of christ and you may claim to have special needs god is giving you a a specific wholeness in his name to show off his glory and so god has given me this ability to work with kids that are three to 12 years old and sometimes working with three to 12 years old kids that have spe- that are whole creations, it doesn't come naturally to me. Sometimes I have a hard time knowing how to meet them on their level. But the thing is, that's why God has given me amazing co-workers to work well with them and to work as in unity and some of them are believers and so I'm getting to work with the body of Christ with these whole creations at my job and I'm learning how to work. Sometimes teamwork is, the framework of God's eternal plan to bring about His purpose and to bring out a gift in you that you never knew you had—that was a freebie right there. Praise God. Okay. Um, verse six: Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Who knows what prophecy means? Raise your hand if you actually raise your hand if you do not know what prophecy is. If you feel comfortable. Okay, so for those of you that do not know what prophecy means, prophecy just means like, in, in the Old Testament, you'd see that God is, um, he would give people a word, he would give prophets a word, and so therefore they're speaking out what God has given to them, they're foretelling the future, or they could be forth- foretelling what God wants to say to a person that very moment, and God has still given that, that gift of prophecy for today, some people don't believe that's a gift for today, but from what I've seen, it is still a gift for today, um, or, uh, verse seven, or ministry. Ministry meaning serving. If you have the gift of serving, praise God. Give God gave that to you to serve for His glory. Um, let it, yeah, let's give a hand of applause for all the servers out there. All right. He who teaches in teaching, shout out to Andy. Praise God for Andy. He's a great teacher right there. He's got the gift. Let's give a round of applause for Andy. All right. And he who exhorts, exhort, exhort means like. Encourage. God's given people the ability to encourage. Um, He who exhorts an exhortation. He who gives. Some people have the gift of giving. I'm going to tell you guys a quick story. So I know a guy named Tom, and Tom he lives over in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'm originally from. I don't know if anybody from North Carolina out there, but anyway. So my friend Tom, he was at dinner once, and he was getting served by this waitress. Now this waitress, imagine being at a restaurant. Imagine being at a restaurant, and your, your waitress is giving you really bad service, really, really bad service. She's not, she's not trying to on purpose, but she's giving you really bad service. So God spoke to my friend Tom, who is being served by this waitress. Hey, give your waitress $100. And Tom, he was like, Sure why because god has the gift to serve so therefore he gave that waitress 100 he gave that waitress a benjamin everybody and you know what that when that lady saw that she got a hundred dollars she was like what what I, but i did really bad what and tom responded i'm not giving it to you because of your performance i'm giving it to you because of Jesus Christ loves you. That's what grace is, everybody. It's nothing you can do to earn it. It's freely given, and therefore that lady have, can't say that she's not experienced God through that. Because think about it: when when somebody has the gift of giving, it does something miraculous. The thing is, the people that gave to the Special Needs Ministry for the prom—I bet you that many of those people that gave into that for the prom this year—they had the gift of giving. So we're seeing the manifestation of of the body of Christ getting together to. Bring about God's purpose through their gift, their the gift of them giving. All right, now um, going going forward, he who exhorts, um, okay, uh, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Some people it's hard to forgive, but to other people mercy comes naturally. But there are many different people out there. See, the thing is, what I love about the body of Christ. When I went to Mexico a couple months ago, I saw many different people that had such amazing gifts in the body of Christ that I had not known about prior. That's why I highly recommend, highly recommend, I don't know, maybe in the future, Andy, maybe we can plan a, a, a missions trip for this ministry. Who, who knows, who knows, I, I don't know. The Hey, they say the sky's the limit, that God can do the exceedingly abundantly above all they could ask, think, or imagine, so who knows. If you guys wanna do a, a, mini, a ministry trip, um, Andy, let's pray about it for the years to come. Who knows? (laughs) All right. So um, let me go down to verse 10. Here's a gift that I believe all of us have. It may not come naturally, but the more we get to know Christ in his fullness, the greater it will be. It says in verse 10, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. Say brotherly love. Brotherly love in honor giving preference to one another not lagging in diligence but fervent in spirit serving the lord at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen let me drink some water ah living water praise god okay so at the end of the day everybody what we do we're not doing it for our selfish gain but we're doing it unto the lord God wants us to live a life of wholeness unto Him. He wants us to live a life of freedom unto Him. But what it takes is us receiving His grace, receiving His love, learning to just hang out with Him and to just be. And when we learn to just be with Him and allow His love to saturate us, like imagine like ice cream. Imagine a a bowl of ice cream. Imagine all that caramel and all that chocolate. God wants to pour His chocolate and His caramel on you. (laughs) What I mean is he wants to pour his love, which is the chocolate. He wants to pour his grace Which is the caramel on you my friend and he wants you to help help you to realize that you have the ability to be that Fountain that amazing fountain those to those around you through his love because I can't live a life of love I can't live a life of love I'm going to say it again. I can't really live a life of love if I don't know how much God loves me. That's why it says, for by grace you've been saved through faith, not of your own doing, but it's a gift of God. I can't truly love, truly, truly, truly love somebody if I don't know how much God loves me. Because guys, I'm telling you the truth, it is hard to love people out there. But when you know how much God loves you and loves the people around you, then it makes it so much easier to love the people around you because how... how Um, How often in our lives have we been hurt by somebody? Raise Raise your hand. Or how often have we hurt somebody and it's hard to forgive ourselves? Guys, the remedy, the word remedy means... The answer, the solution, is knowing how much God loves you. Not just the gospel message, which is great, that's a great starting point, but every day I want to learn, God, show me how much you love me. So I always ask that, that, I'm always asking God, God, every morning, God, show me how much you love me, because I can't do this without you. And God is always faithful to show me new ways how much he loves me. And so my prayer for you with wherever you're at in your own faith walk, God wants to show you how much he loves you. And if you did not get anything else from this uh, sermon, I just want to encourage you, embrace your uniqueness. If you were made to be that sugar cookie, so to speak, don't try to be a chocolate chip cookie. Do not be a peanut butter cookie. Do not be a macadamia cookie. Be who God created you to be, everybody. All right, can, can I get an amen? All right, I'm gonna go ahead and pray a out. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this talent show. Thank you so much for what you're doing here at Crossroads. I thank you that this is just the beginning of something greater. God, in these days ahead, I pray that the whole creation community could be manifested for all the world to see that Jesus Christ is Lord. God, may we not find our identity in our gifting, but may we find our identity in you, Jesus, because when we know that our identity is in you, Jesus, and we realize our gift isn't ours, but it all it only belongs to you and you've given it to us to steward over, then God, everything else is taken care of. We let us be stewards over the grace, over the gifting you've given us, and may we serve it well. In Christ Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Yeah. Eddie.